We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hi, 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 guys. I have a new podcast. I know what you're thinking. Nicole, aren't you tired? Yes, I am. Anywho, Lauren Lapkus and I have never seen the Star Wars films, but now we're doing a podcast all about it. We'll be watching each film and discussing it with friends and Star Wars fans to help us break it down. So whether you're you're a fan of Star Wars or you've never seen it before like us, it'll be a nice, fun time, and you should take a listen. So subscribe to Newcomers wherever you listen to podcasts. So don't you miss an episode. Also, if you listen and you're a nerd and you hate what we're saying, please remember we're human beings and we should be treated with kindness. And please don't be mean to us. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Don't you date me? It's a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could fill up a tub with your semen and I would take a bubble bath. No! <laughs> <laughs> that one was bad. Okay, my guest today, she is a writer. She's written for Insight Amy Schumer. My show, Loosely Exactly Nicole, rest in peace. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt, uh, Dollface. She recently wrote for Insecure. She's got a show in development. It was announced, so I can say it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jody on for MTV. Girl, it's it's a well, it's, it's a journey. spin off of Daria. Yes, and I think it's really yes. fucking cool. Oh, thank oh, you. And she's lived in my house for a little I bit. I did. Oh boy, it's Grace Edwards. <laughs> Boop -a <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. See, I'm a long-time listener. I've been listening since the first one. And I actually remember you came into the, I think, in the room, like, years ago. And you were just like, oh, I'm going to do this podcast. And uh -huh. look at you, like, 100 episodes later. I know. I know. I persevered. Uh, I get off planes and I come talk. <laughs> I was just in Buffalo. Buffalo? What were you doing there? I was doing stand-up in Buffalo. 
Uh, I only had one good show. Oh, no. <laughs> my early show on Saturday was like so good. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, I felt like everyone was staring at me being like, what is <laughs> she talking about? Oh. Actually, maybe it was the second show. No, it was the second show on Friday that was pretty funny. This man, so I was telling a story about how a man came to my door with grilled chicken. Okay. This drunk man thought I said real chicken. That's the only thing I can think that okay. he thought he heard. Because then he just went, all oh, chicken's real. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> oh, chicken is real. And I was like, oh, what? you you go around town just yelling all chicken is against, real? Maybe he's like vegan chicken. Maybe he's, he's a chicken truther. He's just I like, know. I don't know, because that, that's intense. <laughs> all chicken is real. And then he was, was wearing he a-, a Christmas sweater. Oh. And I asked him to, I was like, I talked to him for a little bit. It was like, tee mm-hmm. And then I realized he was like, shit face he was so drunk oh he was so I was like you gotta go he was like no and I was like yes please you must leave he said no thank you and he like there, there was a security come? guard coming at him and he kept moving back like the guard was like trying to touch him but nobody was trying to touch this man oh no and then finally I was like stand up let me see your outfit and he goes okay and he stood up because he was wearing a Christmas sweater and then he showed me that a beer, there was a beer pocket in it. Oh. So, like, this man has just been carrying oh, so he beer was around like, in his sweater. Did he have, like, one of those little things, those little hat <laughs> things that, that had a straw? No, no, I wish. Yeah. But on the way to the club, there was one street, I think it was Chippewa, where there was mm. just a bunch of slutty Santa Clauses. Oh, I think like SantaCon. I think Buffalo was having a SantaCon. Yeah, that is the, you know what, uh, I have been caught up a couple of times in SantaCon uh-huh. in my life. Um, one time, it was a Black Lives Matter protest that I was <laughs> no. at, and it was also during SantaCon. So there was some dark shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> like the Santas were just like, mm, we want to have fun, and you I, guys are just being protesting. Honestly, I think yeah. Black Lives Matter should have rescheduled that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a tough one to go it was, up it against. It was a tough. It was just two populations that should never <laughs> meet each other in the streets, <laughs> and they were just in the streets together. And it was it was dark. It was a terrible I mean, time. I was in Buffalo the wrong weekend. So Thursday night, Celine Dion was in town. Okay, and I was you, like, you I live. would go see Celine yes. Dion over me. Are you kidding? It's Celine. Oh yeah. And then there was SantaCon another night, and I was like, "Yeah, I would get drunk and be a slutty Santa Claus." No, I, I'm not. I'll give you Celine, but SantaCon, <laughs> I feel like those are the trash people of America. I don't know. I was like, I told my therapist once. I was just like, I had made it through SantaCon to get to her, and mm. I was just like, if you ever hear me going to SantaCon ever in my life, mm-hmm. you will know that I no longer want to live. <laughs> <laughs> like that is that would that switch of a personality that would just take me down such a a dark road to want to dress like slutty Mrs. Claus. The last time I said I didn't want to live was <laughs> to my friend Mateo. I was like, Mateo, I am so horny. And I think I've given up trying to find love or anyone to fuck. And I'm just going to let the horniness take over and kill me. Oh. And he was like, Nicole. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you could die of horniness. I don't know. I'm hoping that. Grace, it's pretty rough. You know, it's been a while for me. So I get know. so horny. I get so angry. <laughs> My goodness. No, I, I feel like I've coasted into like a soft place where I, I'm just like, yeah, I just still feel this way. This is my life. Have you seen? It was on Twitter. It was all over Twitter. I think it was on CNN or maybe. Mm, I don't know. But it was this one white woman, one pregnant white woman with four boyfriends. 
Oh, I saw that you 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 put it on Twitter. You yes. retweeted it. Okay, yes, yeah, I'm I did only see that. Asking for one, <laughs> and she has four. You know what? And she's pregnant by one of them. And she like deduced which one. She was like, because of timing, he was new. I think he's a daddy. Wow. Well, I, and then everyone was commenting. They were like, it smells like baloney," or like. <laughs> Oh, they're all managers of a game stuff. And I was like, bitch looks so happy. Look, she, she got, looks elated. I don't give a shit. I want to learn from her. She right? must have some sort of like ninja pussy. Yes. Like, like she's doing, she's doing, I mean, it's 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 admirable. Four, four dudes. To get four dudes who are willing to, be to share to this girl. And she's like, please go get another partner. And they're like, we couldn't possibly. I know. This is like, the only place I want to be. What the fuck? <laughs> I want in. Do they fuck each other or is it just, no. just her? Just her. Oh, okay. That's well. why she wants them to go have another relationship so not everyone's like <laughs> wanting attention from her. What a queen. And she's pregnant. <laughs> she's like an aunt. Isn't there like one queen aunt? No, that's bees. Bees. One queen bee and then yeah. a bunch of little she's bees the queen bee. swarming around. You know? That's the real queen bee. Fuck Beyonce. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't you dare. The beehive is coming. I hear him. <laughs> All right, beehive. I'm kidding. <laughs> I got recognized by a flight attendant today on my flight. I was like leaving and this man moved me to get his bag. Oh, no. And I said, He touched Sir, you? Yes. And I said, sir, excuse me, are two words you could have said. And he was like, what? I said, two words, <laughs> excuse, and me. And he was like, are you all right? And I was like, I'm fine. You're just in and my space. You don't touch strangers. No. That's just like rule number one. No. You then got a kindergarten. And then the flight attendant was like, I'm a big fan. I was like, well, you just watch me be a big <laughs> bitch. <laughs> well, she, well, she could have helped you if she was such a big fan. Hey. He. It was adorable. No. He all classic. Was it, did you get his number? Was he cute? No, he was gay. Oh, of course. Actually, I don't know. He might listen. I don't know if you were gay. You were very handsome. Okay. But I think he was gay. All right. Well, if you're not, you could hit up. <laughs> Let me know. Email me at baconconsave at gmail.com. And on that note, please stop emailing me for a vibrator. That's oh. done. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw you were giving out some to some some horny I ladies did across a the... stupid bit in Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> Where I was like, if you email me, I'll send you a vibrator. I thought maybe five people would email me. 208 women emailed me in less than 45 minutes. Wow. And then I was like, well, I'm in a pickle. I said I would do it. Now I kind of have to do it. But then a very lovely lady on Twitter, her Twitter handle is Kitty Striker. And she got them to send me uh, free vibrators. Oh, that's great. She's really wonderful. I love her so much. Because I was going to have to come out of pocket like $10,000. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> well, now. I was like, I guess I work for free for a little bit. <laughs> now there's so they're many. trying to pay this off. Happy vaginas across America. Yes. Due to you. Look Due at that. Due to me. I'm know? making women come everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and who's making me come? Well, I guess my vibrator. <laughs> Do you use vibrators? No, I don't. Neither does my sister. Yeah, it's just it's just like I've tried it before and it's like too intense of a feeling for me. Ah. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I, I don't I don't like it. I'm very delicate down there. <laughs> so, Grace. Yes. You're currently single, yes? Yes, I am. Are you looking or are you like me where you're just like, I'm going to let the horniness kill me? Uh, no, I am looking. I actually uh, decided recently, um, you know, because I was so focused on like career stuff for so mm -hmm. much of my life and just to put it on the front burner of my life. So I've actually uh, been working with a matchmaker. 
For how long? Um, for about six months. Mm-hmm. And so I've I've gone on some dates, and so I've I've been trying to you know put myself out there more. And I even met a guy when I was in Madrid on vacation. That I knew, and I didn't get the full scoop of that. Oh, it was uh, it was lovely because uh, you know living in LA, you know it's it's very different from New York. I I just moved here from New York about a year ago, and. Uh, you know, in New York, you walk down the street in Harlem and you be, and guys, you know, not not condoning street harassment, but it's I, easier to meet somebody. But I will say that, you know, you feel appreciated <laughs> <laughs> in the streets of New York. Uh-huh. And of course, I was very annoyed by it while I was there. But then, you know, I got out to L.A. and I'm just like, am I a woman like here? Nobody like, wants to yell at me am, on the street. Am I classified as a woman here? <laughs> uh, I used to love dudes yelling at me on the street. <laughs> I think I might be, I don't know, you just said you like it too. But it just, I would sometimes strike up like a fun conversation with somebody. I mean, it all it all depended because sometimes it was, most of the time to me, I, I lived in Harlem for most of the time and it would just be like guys being like hi beautiful or whatever mm-hmm. like they're they're obviously the ones that were disrespectful commenting to, commenting on your body parts or mm-hmm. I remember one guy came up to me one time and he just walked real close to me turned to me like he was gonna say hello and he was just like uh so what a dude like me gotta do to fuck <laughs> you tonight and I was just like I literally turned to him and I was like, I don't really know how to respond to that. That's the wildest thing anyone has ever said to me. Dude, like, we gotta do to fuck you tonight. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't know. What are you trying to do? Or like, or but you know, most of the time when guys would address you on the street, it was it was pretty respectful, at Mm -hmm. least in my case. Uh so uh, but here, you know, you sometimes in LA it feels, you know, I feel a little uh, invisible here. So uh, when I went to um, Spain, it was just really nice to uh, to meet a guy. He was a he was a bartender at my hotel. Oh, um, he was very very cute. I won't give any identifying information because he did DM me and and was like <laughs> he was like uh, I don't know if you're gonna write a Yelp review for the, the hotel, but if you do. Please don't tell them that we... Oh, my God. That is was, so sweet. I was just like, no, I would not put that in a Yelp review, sir. I thought that was sweet, and I don't know why. <laughs> it I was, truly don't know why. It's, that's not sweet. That's just him trying to save his ass. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, I he think, contacted you. I think there is a policy maybe at the hotel that you're not supposed to mess with uh-huh. guests or whatever. So I can't believe I thought that was sweet. <laughs> It was sweet to uh, me because I was just like, oh, you're so worried about your job. Okay, cool. Um, uh, how did it blossom? What happened? Tell me about it. Well, when I checked in, the nice lady at this hotel was like, oh, well, you have to like try our bar mm-hmm. or whatever. We have really good bartenders. And so after me and my friends went to dinner, <clears throat> I was like, oh, well, let's go back to my hotel and sit at the bar. They say they have really good cocktails. So just a bevy of gorgeous <laughs> Spanish slash mm-hmm. European guys behind the bar. And so he was the cutest to me. And I was just like, whoa, wow, he's so, he's so cute. But I just really expected it to be like, oh, I just saw something cute tonight. And he came over and he was talking to me and my friends for a bit. And then the next night I was just like, 
hey, girls, let's go back to the hotel. <laughs> I think I want to do another drink. And then that time, he, like, asked me, he's like, oh, what's your Instagram? I'm going to follow you mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so we exchanged Instagram. And then the next day, he DM'd me. And he's like, I would very much like to take you out after my shift. I get off at 2 a.m. Oh, dang. And I, I don't know what was up with me because I'm usually so cautious about those things Mm -hmm. but I was like in a vacation type mood so I was just like yeah I'll go out with you at Mm -hmm. 2am in a strange country but I felt a little better because my friends had met him he did work at the hotel Mm -hmm. so I'm just like well I mean there's a lot of threads just in case I'm murdered you know someone will be able to find my body Mm So he took me to uh, this really cute rooftop spot in Madrid. It was very nice. When we were outside, by the way, I saw a bunch of American dudes and uh, they saw me with him and they were just like trying to flirt with me. I was just like, what is happening? I, was I love just like, that you had a good one tonight. different country to have people fight over I you. I know. I was just like, where is this energy in Los Angeles, please? <laughs> um, so we went up, we, we talked and, we, and I was just like, oh, is this platonic? Because at first we were just like talking about each other's families. It was very chaste. And then uh, after we had a drink, uh, we he's like, let's walk around. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, he, this obviously this is a game this guy runs a lot because it was very <laughs> smooth, like very like beautiful, like scenery at the bar. Then he's like, let's go for a walk through the city and I'll tell you about it. And so we're walking through the city. He's telling me about like the different buildings and stuff like that. Then he takes my hand <laughs> and then he's just like, I find you very pretty. And I was just like, ah. And I was like, I find you very handsome. Why do you think I'm here? And then he kissed me. And then we went back to his place and made out. And it was very nice. What a treat. Nice. It was great. Uh, I love it. Yeah, it was, a, it was a fun little vacation situation. I but. love that he was like, please don't put that in the Yelp review. <laughs> I wonder if that's happened before. Maybe it has. He's like, you know, please take this people down. People are crazy. People are crazy. They put all kinds of things on mm-hmm. Yelp, so I could see. Wait, so this matchmaker, what was the the like intake process? What was the beginning of it? It was very intense because you you fill out some stuff online, like so you sign up online and then you fill out some stuff and then you have to have your initial interview with your matchmaker so they get you on Skype or whatever and uh yeah they just ask you what you're looking for and they're very good at like cutting through the bullshit because they're like because you know women are just like well I would like this but I I don't deserve it you Mm -hmm. know they're like (laughs) they're like Oh, no. Like, you know, if if you want a certain income level, just tell us. If you want oh. him to be a certain height, tell us. What what genuinely racially are you into? Like, uh, what, you know, so it was very freeing to actually sit and, like, think about, oh, what do I really want? And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, you you do all that. And then they, they, you know, it takes about a month for them to find their your first match. And then from then, it's been like about once a month I go out with a a man. Like a man with a job and shit? And there's yeah, like life cause, together? Because they don't, 
they don't, you know, the, they screen them for you. Where so do you find them? Do you know? Yeah. Well, some of them are guys who also signed up for this matchmaking okay. service. And then some of them, they supposedly they like go on dating sites and they'll scout. They'll scout like good people or they'll they'll send like like um, a hot girl to like a whiskey tasting and, and like the guys will be like, ooh, can I date you? And, they're, and, and she's they're like, like, no, no I'm a fucking decoy. <laughs> no. Just drawing you in for some other ladies who are uh, have money to pay for this. And How wild! Are yes, yes. So. I recently just ended all of the subscriptions to my dating sites, like my Tinder, my Hinge, my yeah. Raya, <laughs> my OKQ. I didn't even realize mm-hmm. I was paying for OKQ. I, I realized recently that I was doing that too. Yeah, it was like two hundred bucks a year, or something stupid like that. Well, I mean, it when you think about it. It is kind of worth it because I I just feel like I want to know who likes me first mm-hmm. so I don't spend my time. Like, it's just saving time, more or less. I guess, but I was like, I'm literally paying money to a company to sell my information to another company. Well, you write about that, though. I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Give these people money to just sell my... No! I know. I should really just... Well, I I don't really go on the apps anymore. I do still have Tinder Gold somehow, and I just uh, got rid of my Tinder Gold. And it is it is bleak when you look oh, at who likes you. <laughs> Tinder is so fucking sad. It's bleak. They're yeah. all sad. Yeah, I've never met any good person on any of these fucking. No, that's a lie. <laughs> I've met some nice people. I have just, I? I met some. I guess the the ones that I've met people on are. Okay, Cupid and Plenty of Fish years ago. I've never been on Plenty of Fish. It that is. That feels like a real throwback. Uh, wait, wait, Grace, we have to take a break. Okay. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that 
everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. <laughs> we were talking about plenty of fish and... I feel like there's not plenty of fish there. No. Or there's like dead fish. There are like dead jellyfish. <laughs> yes. You scoop one up and you're like, I can resuscitate you. Yeah, yeah. Like uh yeah, it was a that that one was 
this one guy dated, uh, he was really nice. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you about Rose Petals? <laughs> I don't. Was his name Rose Petals? No, but that's what I call him in respect to his identity. Because oh, the okay. story is, well, I mean, the story doesn't make him look that bad. It actually makes me look worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a time, like I would say a few years back where I was just on a hot street dating wise. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to be out here on these apps. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to like really put in time and work in it. And I ended up at this particular time dating three different men Ooh, at the look same at you time. Juggling that. I, I, it's never happened before or since, but <laughs> uh, it was a very hot time in my life. And so between these three men, I had the perfect one boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, each of them You're on like their own. You're like Florida lady. I know. You got I three dudes like and one's the daddy. All right. I, I, I will respect myself in that game. But uh, <laughs> it was so. So there's one guy. He would take me on the most amazing dates. Mm-hmm. So he would like do. You could tell that he did research. Oh, this is a really good wine bar. And this is what mm-hmm. they do well here. And he would, you know, it was very, very sweet. He would like do stuff like write my name in the snow and like bring me flowers and candy that's and too much it was it was a lot we'll get to to why it ended up being too much uh then um there was this uh guy I'll call the stockbroker mm-hmm. uh he uh was really funny so he would make me laugh all the time and he would take me on okay dates but, like, he never, like, even tried to kiss me during mm. this whole time. I was just like, we met on a dating site. We've been out six times. Like, what is happening? Six times and he hadn't kissed you? No, he never tried. I don't know what was up with him. But Did he, you like, try to kiss him? No, because I just, like, I'm, I like aggression in a guy. Like, I like sure. that. So I will rarely try, like, for the first time. But, like, you know, once we're, you know, dating, obviously I will initiate Mm-hmm. intimacy but um, the first time I, I like it when a guy does and then uh, I was dating this dude I met at a club in Harlem um, he was so fine he mm-hmm. was like and this is Rose Petal? no Rose Petals was oh uh, Rose Petals like the guy who writes your name in this now. yeah okay, the, so this uh, is club man so club man um, he had been to Rikers he was <laughs> <laughs> he had stabbed somebody, girl. He was so fine. But <laughs> stabbed somebody. <laughs> so it was just like the type of do- dude that like you can't you can't really bring him anywhere or whatever. But <laughs> he was so fun. Um and uh he was really sweet and you know, he's very good in bed and uh, he would all, he was also really good at massages. Mm-hmm. So he would, you know, we would he would come over, we would pretend to watch a movie, we'd do what we do, and then he would give me like a really great massage afterwards mm-hmm. and play music. So um so he took care of like the physical stuff. The mm-hmm. stockbroker was like funny, mm-hmm. and then Rose Petals was romantic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm dating Rose Petals. It's like three months in. And uh, Rikers was the only one I was sleeping with or whatever mm-hmm. out of these three guys. Because obviously a uh, stockbroker wouldn't even kiss me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was not sleeping with this romantic guy. And so uh, I was like, okay, well, I- I'm not feeling the chemistry. So I need to end this uh, because this guy is so sweet or whatever. So I was getting ready to end it. And then he was like, like, 
a um, full month before Valentine's Day, he's just like, will you be my Valentine? Oh, no. <laughs> and I was just like, this is a grown ass oh, man asking you to be his Valentine? Yes. And I was just like, uh, okay. <laughs> and so it's just like, after Valentine's Day, I have to break up mm-hmm. with him because like, um, this is God's, but he looked so hopeful, his little eyes. And I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. So, um, so we go out for Valentine's Day. We go to this lovely, like, prefix place. I'd never been to his apartment before. And he's just like, well, I have a gift for you back at my apartment. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, uh, well, I need to get back to Harlem. This, you know, Where did he live? He lives in Brooklyn. Mm-mm. So I was just like, and it was like a Tuesday night or something like that. I was just like, well, I got to get back to Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, thinking I got to break up with this dude. And then he's just like, no, 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 please. I worked so hard on it. I worked so hard on this gift. And then he like gave me this card and it said, be mine on it. And he like asked me to like be his girlfriend. And I was like, oh "Oh, no. no. And this is, I'm like, this is 100% my fault because I've been (laughs) leading this guy along, Mm -hmm. like going on all these romantic dates with him. And then um, he's like, okay, just we're in walking distance from my apartment. I'll, I'll show you the gifts. And then I will walk you to the train and then you can go back to Harlem. And I was just like, okay, fine. And so I'm walking there. Like we get to the front door. He opens the door, rose petals on the floor. And I was just like, oh no. And I was just like, I had my coat out. I was just like, let me see how long I can ignore these rose petals that are on the floor. You can't ignore rose petals? I was, I was panicking at this point because I was just like, oh, no. And then he, he was just like, don't you want to see where the rose petals lead? <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I have an idea, but sure. So they led like through his apartment and he had like a little duplex and it had like a little spiral sta- staircase. And so Ooh, so led, he had money. So, yeah, you know, and uh, it led upstairs. And then he was just like, and of course, predictably, they led to the bed. Mm-hmm. And I took a look at that bed and I'll be like, and I was like, I'll never be on that bed. And then he's just like, and I have Beyonce radio on because I know you love Beyonce. And I was just like, we should go back downstairs. No, no. And so I was just like, I really have to get back to Harlem. You know, I really should go. And he's like, we'll just have one drink while I'm here or whatever, since you walked all the way over, over here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay, so uh, we start we start drinking wine. Um, then his nose starts gushing blood. <laughs> oh no! Um, I don't know what happened. It was the stress uh-huh. of of the situation or whatever. So his nose starts gushing blood, and so I was like, "Well, I can't leave while his nose is gushing blood." So he goes to the bathroom for like forty minutes. Oh no! And I'm just sitting there like. With my coat on, my purse on my shoulder. And uh, then he did walk me to the train. And then I called him the next day. And he was just like, was it because of the nosebleed? Oh, no. And I was like, no, it wasn't. I've been feeling this for a while. So, yeah. I was like, no, it was definitely the nosebleed. Yeah, it was. Uh, he probably wakes up in the middle of the night. He's like, that fucking nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. he was a, such a sweet person. It was me. It was 100% me. I, I, uh. I kind of messed that up. But between those three guys, I, I had the perfect boyfriend for a while. <laughs> I like the Rikers, man. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine ever stabbing someone. I once saw a woman stab somebody. Oh, no. I was at a lesbian bar in New York. The wild shit goes down in New York. 
It was this place called Girl Nation. I don't know if it still exists, mm-hmm. but there was a bouncer and then there was a pretty masculine woman mm-hmm. and then her very femme girlfriend. And we were all outside smoking cigarettes and the masculine woman looked at the bouncer and was like, are you looking at my girl? And he goes, no. No, I know where I am. No, I don't. I don't really look at the girls. Like, no. And she was like, you're looking at my girl. And her girlfriend was like, baby, calm down. And she was like, you will not tell me to calm down. And the bouncer goes, I'm not dealing with this. And made the mistake of turning his back on that woman. And And she leapt on his back and stabbed him in the shoulder. Oh, no. (laughs) It's not funny. But it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen in person. And then me and my friend were like, we have to go back inside because I think we were also stoned. And I was like, I think I'm too high for this. Mm-hmm. So he we went back inside for like an hour. And then I was like, I don't want to be, I don't feel safe here. <laughs> no. So then as we were leaving, she was um, not handcuffed, but those like zip things. Oh, yeah, zip, zip ties. She was zip tied behind her back and being tased. <laughs> oh, no. As her girlfriend was like, I told you, you gotta leave <laughs> Jesus Lord. Yeah, I'll never forget it. She was wearing a red tube dress and like red heels and she was wearing a do-rag and she had braids. Ugh, it was... Oh, he, she was trying to stun for her woman and look what happened. the funniest thing I've ever seen. Wow. But also like not funny at the same time. I mean, aggravated assault. She probably had to do a bit. Yeah, so maybe she, she had, had to go to Rikers. Maybe, maybe she went to Rikers she Rikers. Uh, and then she got out. Maybe she went to Rikers, got out, found her girlfriend and was like, I miss Rikers. <laughs> I gotta get back there. Maybe. I don't know. What kind of man are you looking for? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Thank you. I am looking for uh, someone who understands my schedule and what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who's like good with that. Because um, I have ended up dating a lot of dudes who are just like, what do you mean you have to write on a, a Saturday? And I'm just like, I do. I have, you know, projects that I'm my working job. on. Um, so I have to, you know, my work really never stops. So someone who understands that, um, somebody who has his own career and his own thing going on and mm-hmm. has his own friends, because I typically attract um, like clingy guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, my I, my requirement is just that, like, you have your own life and we come together and we do fun things together. But like. On my love languages, quality time is very low. Like, I just, I I like someone who's got his own life. I got my own life. And we come together and we do. What's high on your love language (laughs) list? Um... Well, oh, that was so there's hard for me one to say. That everybody's like, oh, I understand that one. But there's one that like creates vitriol from people. Like, so number one is acts of service. I like to dudes to do things for me. And number two is gifts, which when people hear gifts, they're just like, you're a monster. You like to receive gifts? I do. I like to so receive gifts. So you like for gifts. dudes to do stuff for you and to give you <laughs> gifts? Yes. I don't think that's that weird. That's just some people. People like things. Yeah, but like it was, it's not even like I always feel like I have to explain it because. Well, it, gifts not always tangible. It's it's not always like a like you have to buy a bag or something like that. It's like if you know I like this certain kind of ice cream and you're coming over, bring me that kind of ice cream. It's mm-hmm. like it's like the thought behind the gift that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And I like to give gifts a lot too cuz like you know, whenever I'm thinking of someone's birthday or Christmas or something, like I really do a lot of research into like what they what I think they would like. So, I'm terrible at buying people gifts. 
I'll, I'll just be like, tell me exactly what you want and I'll get you that. And then people are My like, My parents are like, Well, that. then that's not fun. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> would you rather me go buy you something and you go, Oh, thank you. And then you never use it because you don't like it? Well, that's a good point. But my parents are like that. And my parents, and I wished for a long time that my parents could like know me well enough to like mm-hmm. get me something that I would really like. But I just realized uh, that they will never be that. So now I just, I'm just like, mom, give me your credit card <laughs> and I'll just mm-hmm. buy whatever for like birthdays and Christmas and stuff. Because Yeah, I bought John Milheiser, my roommate, my roommate John Milheiser. I bought him a <laughs> vintage Mickey Mouse leather jacket Aww. because he loves Disney. And guess who doesn't like the vintage Mickey Mouse leather jacket I got him. John Milheiser, my roommate, like John Milheiser. What, John? Why don't you like it? Why don't I you don't like it? I don't know why he doesn't like it. Oh. But God forbid, I don't like any present he gets me. Ooh, I never hear the end of it. John, I mean, that's a, that was a very thoughtful gift, Nicole. I thought about it, and it was expensive. I bet it was. It was so expensive. That just, like, I had a friend in high school. She was very into Disney t- mm-hmm. too long, actually. But uh, <laughs> she was into it until a long time. Uh, and so uh, I remember that stuff is really expensive. Like, those yes. sweatshirts and everything. Yes. very expensive. And this was, like, a limited edition fucking... Like year 2000 celebration. I don't know. It was like a millennium. Jo- I don't know. I thought it was cute. And I gave it to him before his birthday because I was like, I don't know. I don't want to sit in my room anymore. And he wasn't excited about it. Oh, no. That's why I don't buy people anything. Well, I don't know what my love languages are. You ever, you, you, did you ever take the test? I've taken the test. And I don't remember. There's like five love languages, right? Yeah, I can. I think I can guess yours. Okay, I guess. I, I think I know you well enough. Because I think I did it in an earlier episode. I just can't remember the results. I feel like yours might be physical touch. Hell yeah, dude. Touch my titties. Exactly. And uh, I feel like yours would also be acts of service. Mm. You don't. Do you like people doing things for you? No. Like, I get angry sometimes. So really? sometimes John will fold my laundry. See, I would have thought that words of affirmation might make you angry. No, I like being told I'm a good girl. Okay. So I, I flipped it. it. Yeah. So, yeah, words of affirmation. So it's words of affirmation. And physical touch. Physical touch. Gifts. Yes. Acts of service. service. What's the fifth one? Um, oh, quality time. Mm. Quality time. I guess quality time slowly and surely is becoming part of my love language. Oh, okay. Uh, I like the last couple people I've dated. I've liked to be able to like have access to them when okay. I'm gone, Oh, which is like, I think a thing that's going to be big for me. Uh-huh. Uh, like when I'm done with my show, I want to know that you're available to speak to, to me, to talk or, or text. 20 minutes. Okay. No, no, I want to speak to you. I don't oh, want to text you. Okay, vintage. You want to get yes. on the phone? <laughs> I want to get on the phone and I want to tell you about all the most insane people. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I want to go to sleep knowing that you cared about my day. Oh, okay. I just want someone who cares about my day. Quality time and physical touch then, I feel. Yes. So I would, you should Honk take. my titties and listen to me talk. <laughs> yes, that sounds, that sounds right. Uh, but you should take it. You should officially take it and, and let people know. I feel like I have taken it. I have to go back and listen to an episode, but like, I don't think I've ever listened to an episode of my podcast. Oh, 
You just you just put them in the can. You're like, that's done. Well, I think it would be insane for me to listen to my own <laughs> voice. I also do not like the sound of my own voice. I, I think you have a very lovely voice. Thank you. It's not for me. I think it's very annoying. I think everybody has difficulty listening to their well, voice. Well, it's because you don't actually know what you sound like. And we all don't know what we look like. Because we're like, it's like a muffled little cavern your mm-hmm. head is. And then you, whatever comes out. For a long time, I thought I had a deep voice. And I, I don't think it's deep. No, you do not have a deep <laughs> voice. But it's not like high pitched, is it? No, no, it's not high pitched. It's like in the middle. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Do you like your voice? I don't. Well, I I can like my voice. It it depends on where I'm s- switching in my code, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, I feel like depending on where I am, I sometimes take on different voices, sure. and some of them I like, and some of them I don't. That's the journey of a black yes. woman <laughs> who works with white people and hangs with mm-hmm. the blacks. <laughs> with the blacks. Yes. <laughs> oh, and boy. then I have another one because I'm Caribbean too. So oh. there's that. And then also something I've learned is that, you know, I lived in New York for 15 years. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of uh, New York in my voice at times. But then when I go home to Michigan, I start talking really Midwestern. Ew. Um, so I have a lot of codes to switch or whatever. Yeah, that's too many. And who I are d- you, Grace? Who knows? Who are you? This is what I'm in deep therapy for. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, going back to being touched. Okay. I like being touched when I like the person, mm-hmm. if I don't know you and I don't like you, please don't touch me. No. People at my meet and greets have taken to rubbing my lower back. No. I was in Boston. I sold out the Wilbur. No big deal. Yes. I was really proud of myself. I didn't think I was going to do it, but <laughs> I did awesome. it. Um, But it was such a fun show. And then I did a meet and greet after the first show. And this man... Who came alone, which is fine. I encourage everybody to do stuff by themselves. I like to go to eat, go to eat, go to the eat. I like uh-huh. to eat by myself. <laughs> I like to do shit by myself. And um, he was by himself, so I didn't think anything of it. Uh, and I guess I still don't. But when we took the picture, he just like really rubbed my lower back in no. a way that I was like, I think you're trying to fuck me and this is not how you do it. And then he was, like, grinning at me too close. Oh, no. It didn't make me happy. But also use your words, sir. If you yes. want to ask her out, just ask her out. Well, when people use their words, it gets very awkward. Oh, no. Okay. Because I, I'm i not going to just fuck a person who's like, do you want to fuck? When we haven't had, like, a drink. Yeah. There's no rapport. Do I people been say that you. to you? Yes. Yeah, when I do a question and answer at my live episodes of... Why won't you date me? Uh, people will proposition me for threesomes. Or during meet and greets, they'll be like, just so you know, my wife gave me a celebrity pass and you're it. And I'm like, well, I'm not a celebrity. I'm mildly successful, so I can't be You it. are a celebrity. Nicole. I am mildly successful. Mm. I mean, I sold maybe 50 tickets a show this weekend in Buffalo. And that's bad. I think the room sat like maybe 250. But didn't you say Celine was in town and all these other sure. things? Sure. But if I was a celebrity, I would be competing with Celine as opposed to people just being like, no, not that one. Whatever. They crazy though. They should have go they should have gone and laughed. I mean, Celine is wonderful. 
but she gave them. I love them. Celine. Also, did you know in Buffalo, they don't call them buffalo wings. They're just called chicken wings. <laughs> oh, does, is that like a sore subject for people? Well, I don't know. Some woman yelled at me during the show. I was like, I got to get out of here and eat my buffalo wings. And she was like, chicken wings, chicken wings. <laughs> she had like a conniption. I was like, what is wrong with you? She's like, we don't call them buffalo wings. You're the chicken wings. People have like weird hangups about the, their identity of their yes. city. It's just like, relax. Like, have you never been outside this city before? Because I don't think she has. Everywhere else in America calls them buffalo wings. Yeah. It's not me being stupid. You should you should be you should be happy that your city is getting a shout out. Right. And some delicious chicken. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. I know that a dude's not gonna like stop at my front door, but like I'm tired of looking. <laughs> no, me I'm too. Tired of doing that. That's apps. why I'm doing the matchmaker because they they at least screen the people. A little I tried bit. to do a matchmaker, but I didn't answer the questions in a way they thought I was serious. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know how to answer questions other than the way I answered those questions. Well, I don't know. Maybe try a different service. Is it expensive? The one I did was one of the less expensive oh, ones. Okay. Like, I have a friend who hers, I think, is almost $10,000. Whoa! Um, mine is less than a quarter of that so you know that i can't do math but like that's less uh ten thousand dollars is so much money yeah i mean i don't know i'm just like for ten thousand dollars is somebody coming to eat your pussy too? right I, I'm yeah just, eat I, my I don't know pussy. fuck me for ten thousand dollars i don't know that seems like a lot but for me i was just like oh well i can this this one seems affordable and then i had a friend who was doing it too so um yeah, I'm, I've met three men so far through mm-hmm. it. Um, one, uh, I stopped dating because he was too good of a dad. What? Um, like he was a good daddy? He was a or really, like a good no, father? he was a good father. And oh. I, I admired that about him, but he literally like led with, my daughter is my best friend. And oh, uh, she's no. five. No. And so that means I, he's dumb. I get up at 530, even when her mother has her. I get up at 530 every morning because I have the a more flexible schedule and I take her to school every morning. I try to have dinner with her every night. And we have and I have all these friends who had kids at the same time. So we do a lot of play dates on the weekend. Sometimes we'll drive them up to Palm Springs. And I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was just like, I am childless. My womb is empty I can't relate to all this child care giving it was just I'm a little too much I'm shaking my head in silence <laughs> it sounds upsetting it was imagine first being date. around a child for that long all and the then inviting her friends to shit yeah when I said he was dumb I was just like what do you talk about with a child so school was good okay you drew what? Oh, wow. <laughs> a picture. You picked out your own outfit? I well, mean, you look insane. It's very sweet because, like, they used to do, like, sure. little... They did, like, um, they, they would make videos together and stuff like that. So, but I was just like, that's too intense. So that was... Um, that Was Was the little um, girl cute? Did you get to meet her? I'm weird about asking strangers to see their children so I didn't ask he did not offer a picture and I did not ask because I'm just like I'm a stranger where did you go on your first date discovery zone no (laughs) we went to EPLP where's that it's in West Hollywood it's like a little rooftop bar thing was he hot he was okay are these dudes hot I mean none of them have been like 
like drop dead gorgeous, but it's okay. Like Mm -hmm. you don't, and then you don't know what they look like before you get there. So wait, how do they find you? (laughs) So you just give them like the one I did. I did one just on Friday. And how was that? Um, that one, uh, I, I, I don't know how I felt about it. (laughs) It was, um, the opposite. So the first two guys I went out with, it almost felt like, you know, a general meeting or Mm -hmm. something like that. Like there was no like real flirtation to it. And, um, you know, the first guy I was talking about his dad was like his, his daughter was his best friend. And then the second guy was like. You know, we we worked in the same industry, so we were just, mm-hmm. like, talking about, like, television or whatever. And then uh, this guy was the just super forward, like, mm. super, like, he kissed me, like, a half hour into the date. On the lips? On the lips. Did he ask? a tongue. No, he did not ask. Were you, like, sitting at a table? We were sitting at a table, like, at a booth, and he just, like, leaned over, and I was like, ah! And then... <laughs> <laughs> but then I sort of let it happen because I was just like, okay, well, I guess this is happening. Was it a good kiss? It was okay. Uh, it was just, I don't, um, I don't typically like, I'm not a person that's against a first date kiss, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I typically, that doesn't happen. Like, you know, guys these days are a little bit more restrained, I think. I think so. Really? He, yeah, he was like going and he for the rest of the night, he like tried to put his hand up my dress and it was just so much. It was he was so physically aggressive um, that I I don't know. I don't know. He he was smart. Like he had a good job. He was he was nice. But I think I was very taken aback and a little turned off by mm-hmm. how like forward he was. I don't like that. I mean. I don't think I've ever been out with a guy who was, like, trying to put his hand up my dress during the date. Yeah. I feel like first at date. most, any dude I've ever fucked on the first date, and by any dude, I mean all of the dudes I've <laughs> fucked on the first date. And the way it happens is, as we're, like, leaving the bar, they're like, can I kiss you? And I'm like, yep. And then they're like, can I take you home? And I'm like, yes. It's all, like, nice questions. Yeah, that's how I feel it should go. But this dude was just, I don't know if he'd had too many drinks or whatever, but he was just like, at one point he like reaches around and was like tugging at my bra and like, I was just like, what is happening? Yeah, it was just like so much. It was just very intense. You can't do that. Yeah, so I don't think, uh, I don't think there'll be a second date. I I mean, I was just very floored by it. Uh, But um, I was just like, oh, well. I guess I told the matchmaker that the first couple dates I had, the guys were very passive. Well, Mm. she found somebody not passive. She was Uh, like, I'll make her regret saying passive. (laughs) But, like, I don't think she would have had any idea that that it would have been like that. Yeah, I can't—I could never imagine a man trying to undo my bra at a bar. Yeah, it was— Like, what are you doing? Did you ever ask him? Were you like, what's up? What's going on? No, because, first of all, I'd I'd had a few drinks myself, and I was just like— what is happening? And honestly, the writer in me gets me into trouble sometimes because mm-hmm. sometimes I knew I was not going to leave the bar with this person. I knew that I would, wouldn't would let him touch me, you know, in mm-hmm. certain ways. So, but I was, I'm always just kind of like, 
let's see where this goes. Like, because I yeah, love let's see if we can get a story stories. out of this. Like, uh, another guy that I uh, went on a date with uh, in in New York, I should have left the first wild thing he said to me. But I was just like, I'm going to keep going with this <laughs> because I just want to see, like, this is an interesting character to I me. I mean, I truly love when someone says <laughs> something wild and you're like, you know what? I will stay. I'll stay for a little <laughs> bit longer because I need to know what else you're going to say to me. No, it was crazy. So this this one guy in New York, we went to brunch. And so we were walking to brunch. First of all, I agreed to coffee because mm-hmm. my therapist at the time, I was like in a bad place. I just didn't want to date right at that point. So uh, my therapist is just like, just do coffee, do daytime, mm-hmm. like low pressure, like so it doesn't feel like so overwhelming to you. Mm-hmm. So we agreed to coffee. So predict the place in Harlem where we were going to coffee it was packed, so that was not his fault. And he's just like, well, let's go to brunch. And I was like, uh, all right. Uh, but I was just like, fine, we're on this journey now. Mm-hmm. So literally he starts like off like, you know, ah, I wasn't going to um, contact you again. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then he's just like, but you know, I'm a professor in Greek mythology. He's not, I don't think. And then he's just like, and I was reading about this goddess named Grace, and I knew it was time for me to to contact you. And I was like, what goddess named There's Grace? There's no goddess named Grace in Greek mythology. So I was just like, okay. And then he's just like, yeah, um, I don't know why I'm single. I have no idea why I'm single. And I was just like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, it's hard out here. And then he's just like, all I want is for somebody to suck my dick and make me a sandwich. <laughs> and if the jelly from the sandwich falls on my belly, I want her to lick it off. <laughs> We had not gotten to the restaurant at that point. So I really should have made a left and just left his ass on the street. But I was just like, I have to know what else this person is going to say. I was like, we're in public or whatever. So nothing terrible is going to happen. So I was just decided to go with it. He said the wildest things the rest of the date. He was just like, at one point, he's just like, yeah, you know, I think people should have sex right away. And I'm just like, okay, uh-huh, yes, sure, I okay. understand you feel that way. And then he's just like, because there was this lady in my office and she was dating this dude for like three months and they didn't have sex because she was trying to like, you know, be too cute or whatever. I don't know who she thought she was. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. I don't and, know who she thought she was. And then he was just like, you know, and then, you know, she fucked him and it turned out he had a small dick. And then he looks me in the eye. He's like, I got a big dick. <laughs> oh, like, my God. What? Grace, you attract the strangest <laughs> men. It's because true. Because while we were working together on Lucy Exactly, you were dating this dude who, or just talking to this dude, who was like a oh, writer yeah. who would post pictures of like sports cars that weren't his. <laughs> inspirational <laughs> quotes. Yes. Pages of scripts that were badly written. Yes. Uh, he was great. I Did you ever <laughs> go out with him? I went out with him twice. <laughs> and uh yeah, he the it was just like he was a frustrated writer, I think. And, you know, it turned into more of like he was almost like seeking career advice and mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, like he was such a gentleman in person, but then you went to his Instagram and he would just have 
the most offensive memes. <laughs> like, he would take pictures of his meal prep, which I think is the most offensive of all. Yeah, pictures of, like, meal prep, pictures of, like, Maseratis, <laughs> pictures of, like, fat women being like, go to the gym. <laughs> he was He was very the fucking funny. worst. So we would put his his uh, Instagram up at work and just, like, go through it. Ugh, it was rough. I loved it. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I, I attract a very strange, I, I don't attract, like, normal... <laughs> Men. I mean, I'm, I've, I've, you know, my boyfriends who I've dated have been great. You know, I, I'm was friends with all of them after, but, uh, but as far as like, I end up on some crazy dates. I do. I love it, Grace. We've come to the end. Oh, is there anything you want? Wait, no. I need to ask you. <laughs> would you ever date me? Oh my yes. god, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I would. I feel like. If I dated you, like, you would introduce me to, like, new things. Like, we would go to pole dancing class together. Yes, we would. Uh, I would not get on a motorcycle with you. Well, I wouldn't let you for the first year I was learning. (laughs) But then I feel like I I could watch you ride the motorcycle. (laughs) Like, I feel like it would be, like, it would be a very yin and yang type thing. I think it would be good. Yay! Thank you, Grace. <laughs> Is there anything you want to promote? Um. Yeah, well, um, I don't really have anything personally at the when time. When is the new season of Insecure premiering? I'm not sure if I'm supposed to tell, but I oh, think if it's that not out yet. Then... I think it's uh in t- definitely in 2020, and hopefully in early 2020. I think it comes okay. out. So, but it's on HBO Go and HBO Now, so you could catch up on. The season, you yes, know, in so you anticipation, can watch that new season, so Grace can get her residual. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, uh, honestly, uh, this is my first season, so the past seasons I won't get residuals on. No, that's but... what I'm saying. When the new season, comes when the out, new season comes on, I'll get my residuals. It. Yeah. Watch it. And if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can subscribe on iTunes and stuff. Uh, there's like Spotify. There's a lot of platforms that you mm-hmm. could listen to it on. <laughs> Get it I've on been, all the platforms. I have been trying to figure out how to do my Spotify like streaming thing, uh. but like I can't do it. I don't think because I don't have a Spotify account. But then Marissa tried to help me, but it wasn't exactly <laughs> what I wanted. And okay. I don't know. I feel like an old woman who's stupid. No, you're not. I'll never figure out perfect. You're not old or stupid, I'm Nicole. Old stupid. <laughs> but if you send me something nasty, I will read it. This person said, uh, I would get my tongue surgically split in half like a snake and extend it so I could eat you out and rim you. Wow. wow. What a well-balanced meal. <laughs> that is so disgustingly creative. Uh-huh. And then let me read another one. Hello, Nicole. I'm a big fan of yours, and I just wanted to say that even though most men still consider being fat unattractive, (laughs) you are probably the most gorgeous, hottest, sexiest woman I've ever seen, and if given the chance, I would happily date you. Honestly, really took a turn. I was like, this man's not (laughs) nice. I was worried, yeah. And then I was like, oh, he's the nicest. But I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I don't even have to mention that first part. Okay, thank you for coming, Grace. Uh, Bye. (laughs)
This has been a Team Coco production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.